Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the third stand-up tragedy spotlight. My name's Dave and I host the show. Today's episode is going to feature the sketch comedy group Casual Violence. I saw Casual Violence last weekend up in the Edinburgh Festival and their show is fantastic, full of dark, twisted, but weirdly sympathetic characters who will entertain you and make you laugh and make you feel for them and care about them. You can see Casual Violence at the Caves with their show A Kick in the Teeth. It's running until the 26th of August. It's one hour. It's on at 10 o'clock in the evening. And it's a great show. They're also doing a couple of free shows up at the Fringe. They'll be taking place at the Voodoo Rooms Speakeasy. That show is called Om Nom Nominus. And the last two of those shows are on the 15th and 22nd of August at 4.40. So go along and see them up in Edinburgh or catch them when they come back to London town. Okay, so next we have some fantastic, well, kind of tragic monologues from Casual Violence. Uh, check them out at www casualviolencecomedy.co.uk Here we go. Hi. Hi. Uh, we're from Casual Violence and we've got some characters for you. Uh, this first one is about two people sitting down. I, I miss you, darling. I'm so lonely without you. Sometimes I get so lonely I hug the pillow at night and pretend it's a person. Silly, isn't it? I hug it ever so tightly because, well, I'm afraid to let it go. I hug it so hard it goes thin in the middle and, and fat on each end in the way that pillows tend to do when you squeeze them. You know? Like an hourglass sort of shape. It's how they look. Sometimes, Elizabeth, you'll laugh at this, but sometimes I, I even kiss the pillow goodnight before I go to sleep because I miss you so very, very much. Tad funny, I know, but I, I can't stop myself. I, I kiss that pillow so tenderly, very, very softly. Uh, at first, I, I, I brush my lips against it like, like a painter would, a, a beautiful work of art. When the lights are off and I close my eyes, it's, it's like caressing your soft skin in the moonlight. Except, admittedly, a little bit more fabric-y, like, like kissing your soft clothes in the moonlight. Don't worry, I, I haven't touched your clothes. <laughs> Sometimes, Elizabeth, when I'm with the pillow, wrapped up beneath the sheets at night, I can almost forget about the world outside. It's as though the whole universe has been reduced to fit around our bed. The pillow, she understands me in her simple, soft, pillowy way. When I caress her, she yields to my touch. Slowly, softly, gently, my hands explore her many lines, drifting across the curves and the contours of her body until finally my fingers linger on the slit of her pillowcase. You know the bit where you actually put the pillow inside the pillowcase and it folds over? Occasionally there's a button. That bit. And before I realise what I'm doing, I, I find myself exploring the, the very inside of her. And I can feel her body twisting and, and writhing and bending beside me. And before either of us has time to think about what we're doing, I, I, I roll on top of me and bury myself deep inside her. I made a little hole about two inches like this because she needed one. <laughs> 
you know, and, and <laughs> sweat begins to pour from my body. Uh, but she soaks it all up uh, like a sexy flannel as we thrust together. Hard, deeper in every stroke, and I can feel her feathery insides tickling my shaft, urging me to ride her with a reckless abandon, which I do because, because she wants me, and I know that she wants me, and I've finally found a release for all my anger and my hurt and my shame, and I can feel her filling up like a spunky water balloon in my hands. But last night, I forgot to change the pillow, and have found of semen and goose feathers exploded all over my lap, leaving me tarred and feathered with the shame of how much I still love you, Elizabeth. I still have the other pillow, but it's not the same. I'm so lonely. Please take me back. No. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm Kev Price. I'm a Tesco serial supervisor. Yeah, they gave me a job <laughs> at last. And um, I was six years old ages ago. Um, and yeah, this is Red Ranger. He's a Power Ranger by trade. And um, <laughs> together, we're trying to find the rest of the Power Rangers. So um, like, yeah, yeah, sorry like for interrupting, but like, I was wondering like, if anyone might have seen my mum. Because like, I'm pretty sure I left the rest of the Power Rangers like, like in my bedroom when I was six. And like, like if I can find my mum, then like, I can reunite the Power Rangers. Yeah, so like, has anyone seen her? Anyone? You? Like, have you seen her? Or? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, she's blonde, <laughs> I think. Yeah. She's blonde. No. Um. Thing is, like, I don't know where she might have got to because last time I saw her, we were like in the big Tesco near the car park and. Well, we'd had a little bit of a spat because she wouldn't let us ride in one of the trolleys because she said me and Red Ranger were apparently, quote unquote, too big for it. But like, like he's loads smaller than me and like, like I, I really wanted to ride in the trolley. So like, so yeah, yeah, I got a bit cross and cried. Like, I, I stormed over to the Cheerios and started like punching the packet because like, yeah, and oh yeah, and then she started getting really angry and like, oh, I'll stop making a scene, Kevin. And I was like, no, you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, which sounded better in my head than when it came out at the time. Yeah, but, um, yeah, um, but anyway, well, yeah, yeah, things got a bit heated. And then she was like, right, that's it, we're going now, Kev. And I said, no way, Jose. Like, I'm going to stay here all day, Jose. And then she was like, right, then I'm going without you. Bye bye, Kev. And then, like, yeah, she waved to me, walked off down next aisle, and she's gone. But now, thing is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen, like, parents pull this parenting trick before. Like, everyone knows it, don't they? Yeah, you know it. Yeah, like, like parent waves by, and I'm meant to, like, follow her, because I don't want to be left on, on my own in a supermarket. In case a stranger looks at my bottom. <laughs> so, um, 
So, so yeah, yeah, I, I decided to call her bluff, and, and you know, like, I've, I've been waiting by the Cheerios every morning since then, so she'll know where to find me. for like, like 15 years now and like, like all the rest of the Power Rangers are probably waiting for him on my bed and like, you can't save the world by yourself like you need the other Power Rangers to look after him. It's alright, she's got to be out there somewhere, hasn't she? Like, well, well, I tried, I tried, like, reporting mum as a missing person, but, like, they, they wouldn't let me do that because I didn't know what her first name is. Like, <laughs> I, I thought it was just mum, but <laughs> apparently not. 